Thank you very much. Shall we pray? Father in heaven, we thank you so much that you are our Father in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come at this hour, Lord, through your word and through your spirit. We have gathered unto you tonight that we may know and understand how we ought to walk with you in love because you are and you begotten us to yourself teach us and show us so that there shall be a great manifestation of this truth in our daily lives thank you for authorance thank you for your spirit thank you for the word of the Lord that will not fall to the ground but will fall into the hearts of men and that your will will be done in us. We bless and honor you for hearing us in Jesus' name. And everyone said, all right, we thank God for our gathering together tonight for ourselves unto him. We're going to study a very important subject that I want you to open your heart, as has been said by Pastor Bimpong, and catch the revelation of what God will be speaking to us about. We're simply going to be talking about walking in love as children of God. Walking in love as children of God. And you will be very excited as you really understand this. Walking in love as children of God. Shall we turn our Bibles to and, 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 and focus on the scriptures? First John chapter 4 verse number 7. We will do that to the 12th verse and then we will take 16 and 17 to start off. Beloved, or beloved, beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. In this, the love of God was manifested towards, toward us. That God sent his only begotten son into the world. That we might live through him. And this is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation of our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us. And his love has been perfected in us. Then we will go to 16 to 17. I love the scriptures. Same chapter 16 and 17. And we have known and believed that, uh, the love that God has for us. God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God. And God in him. Love has been perfected amongst us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because he, as he is, so are we in the world. Amen. I plead by the mercy of God that you pay attention to this. The verse number 7, look at something interesting that the Spirit of God graciously showed me. See, beloved, 
love, uh, beloved, let us love one another. You know, we live in a world that love has been described by many people to such an extent that our natural way of loving has been assumed as love. But I see a different picture here. As much as God is commanding, saying that, let us love one another, I want to tell us, by the word of the Lord, that love is not possible by any man except that individual had had an encounter with God. Praise the Lord. See what he said here. He said, beloved or beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God. I want us to know that there is nobody under the sun who can express genuine love towards one another when that person is not connected to God. That's why you see the second line said, for, God, for love is of God. Hallelujah. So the real source of love, they come from God. Praise the Lord. I mean, as believers, I'm sure we know the, the different type of love, the errors, the, 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 the agape, the philos, and all of those things, the sexual one and all of that. Listen, the pure love we are talking about here, the Bible says that let us love one another. As much as he's instructing, he's telling you that you don't have it. You can only begin to love one another when you are connected to God. Hallelujah. So he said, for love is of God. Meaning that if a man or woman is not a child of God, if he came to say to you, I love you, it means something else because he's looking for something else. Praise the Lord. Are you catching the revelation there? Then the Bible continues to say, And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Mm. Everyone who can express the genuine love must certainly have been born again by God. And knows God. If the person doesn't know God. And he is not born again. Let's be truthful. According to Bible. He can even speak it. And say. I really love you. you if you are bold you can say. What kind of love are you expressing to me? As I was reasoning around the scripture. I came to the conclusion. And then of course I had to play back now on a lot of things. But what you see normally is that when people say we love you, then they are looking for something. And when people say we love you, then they have something that they must tell you, you know, for you. To, you see, love is a very strong word. But the truth is that when people say we love you, by this scripture, if that person is not connected to God, if that person is not born of God, what type of love then we need to figure it out by asking, what, what exactly do you want? That's why you are saying to me, I love you. Because it is so very clear here that any Body who speaks. I was thinking to myself a few minutes ago. As I looked into the scripture, I said, really, from what God is being so open to us about, it appears that if anybody, you know, it doesn't, it's, it's moving it from the level of, it's moving it from the level of expressions by the mouth. In other words, if you say you love somebody, the truth of the matter is that that expression doesn't mean anything. Praise the Lord. Until there is a real manifestation of God 
through your actions. Because very soon we will see in the verse number 8, the Bible says, He who does not love does not know God. So you see the confirmation. If a person doesn't love and he expresses that I love you, it's a deception. If somebody comes and he says, I love you, but he doesn't know God, please take it from this teaching. It is a deception. He is expressing his love for you, probably, as I said earlier, there's something that he's looking for. When you see the verse number 8 saying, He who does not love, does not know God. It's so simple. So, the word love is God. Praise the Lord. The true love is God. The genuine love can never be from anywhere else Except God. So when a man doesn't have God, he doesn't have the true love. He may even come to church every day and pay his tithes. The heavens don't know him. So two critical things that I want us to note tonight is that Born again is very experienced. The termination of your old nature and God coming in, who is love, as soon as he comes in, then it is established that now you have the nature of God. And let me tell you, brethren, every one of us who is here, who is genuinely born again, has the capacity to love one another. Amen. For God, is love. I see that emphasis in the verse 7. I see it again in the verse 8. For God is love. For God is love. So we are beginning to get it so clear that man shouldn't waste his time and express anything. But as I was studying the scripture, I said to myself, indeed, Man really doesn't really need to express anything. You just have to demonstrate it. Praise the Lord. Because you are born of God. In the verse number 9. Thank you Jude. Listen to this. In this. The love of God was manifested. Toward us. That God has sent his only begotten son. Into the world that he might, uh, that we might live through him. What does that mean? God is loved. Man is separated from God. Man had sinned. And man has nothing to do with God. In the tree, we say, Omayaka. But because God is loved, he looked at man and said, look at him. He is already dead. I told him that for the day that he shall eat of this fruit, he shall die. Now he is dead. He can't help. If you are dead, you are dead. Have you seen any goat who is dead or even human being who is dead? And then he said that I am dead, but I will rise. If you are dead, you are dead. So man really didn't have any connection with God. And let me tell you, brethren, if God himself has not demonstrated his love by saying, these people don't know even where they are heading towards. I want to go and save them. If God hadn't done it, it would have been impossible for any of us to be saved. Praise the Lord. So now we see that when the Bible says, in this, the love of God was manifested towards us. That 
God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. The Bible is establishing that there was no way any man or woman would have been able to come back to life with the exception of the fact that God who is love saw the standing of man that man couldn't help himself and I just love him. Even though I warned him and he didn't listen, but I love him. No wonder some eight would always say that, what is man? What is man? That you are so mindful of him. What is the son of man that you should do this? Brethren, I pray that we will catch the revelation of what love is about. And love is all about God. Praise the Lord. So, as we see now, it's becoming more clear that if we are not very careful to center it on God, everything else that we may express as love, even through our mouth to somebody, may be because of something. That's why people sat down and then they said there's an agape love, there's philos, there's eros. It is very, very true. Because this kind of love we are talking about can be expressed in a human way. But the best way to have it so accurately from God is when God is living in the individual. Amen. As far as I love this. And this is love. Not that we love God. You see now how the Bible is going. Not that we love God. Brethren, when we come to Christ, may we be humble. Honestly, where we are standing, where we are sitting, if it hadn't been for God coming to snatch us and calling us His own, we couldn't have loved Him. That's why He said, and this is love. Not that we loved God. We couldn't have loved God because we died to what is love. Praise the Lord. We died to what is love. The expression of I love you, Lord, is actually because this time he has restored back to us the presence of his in us. And that is why genuinely, if we are praying and we ever said, I love you, Lord. It is actually because he was the one who loved us first. And therefore, we now have been rekindled to be able to love him. So, Bible said, and this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation, the atonement, the sacrifice for our sins. Hallelujah. Because God expresses love by cleansing us, delivering us, and came to dwell in us. Now there is an expression. And that expression is actually not coming from us. But it is coming from the love that we have received of him. And that's why quickly I will show you something. In the, in the, and I think it's in Romans chapter 5, verse number 5. I love it. It says, the love of God is shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. We will come back, Jude, so we will be on the... When we finish, we'll come back. He says, now hope does not disappoint. Because the love of God has been poured out. Hallelujah! Has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Let me quickly say something. If God did not pour the love of God into us, it is impossible for any one of us to show kindness to one another. Hallelujah. When God was showing me this, 
I was very glad. If ever anybody say to one another, I thank God for this man. I thank God for this woman. Because the way this woman loves me, the way this person expresses the love, comes around me, does this, does this, it is of God. If it were not of God, he couldn't be doing those things that he has been doing. So may I announce to us tonight, God poured it. The genuine kind of love from God is not from an individual, but it is from what God has put inside of the individual. Don't you think it's a big time, it's a good time to say a big amen? So may I say, don't blame a husband that you have been waiting for to love you. Don't blame a wife you have been waiting for to love you. You all didn't know better. And you entered into into it. And you've been there for many years. And sometimes some of the manifestations of your husband or your wife gets you so angry. And then there's an expression such as, How? How is it possible that he did this? You are wasting time. He has to do it because he's manifesting who he is. He has to do or say what he had done because he is telling who is his father. We are demanding too much. But if we can understand tonight that a person can only express or manifest the genuine love of God only when that person has had an encounter with God and has God living in him. It is from that moment that the expressions of that individual will show who he is. For by their fruits you shall know them. Praise the Lord. I'm praying that the way God has fired my heart with this truth, He will do the same for you in Jesus' name. You know, sometimes we demand, Can't I have this? Can't you love me? He can't. Go down on your knees and pray to God that he will have entrance to his life. And you will not struggle. By the manifestation of the presence of God in that heart, you will see genuine love. Praise the Lord. I, I don't know, but I really thank God for Bible. I really, really thank God for his word. What can, how can a man give what he doesn't have? Can I ask a question? Is your camera okay? Because some people are watching. Am I in the, in the camera? I want $10,000 from you tonight. Who is going to give it to me? Maggie is shaking her head. Oh, you are going to give me? I thought when you stretch your hand, you were. I reduce it to $1,000 tonight. Cash. Who is going to help me out? Why can't you give me? Please, who is going to help me? Why can't you give me? Nobody is minding me. You say we don't have. Say I don't have. (laughs) 
somebody may have it in his face. Hallelujah. But may I ask again, let's be truthful to ourselves. I'm asking for $1,000 from you tonight. Thank God for my sister who wanted to help everybody by saying we don't have. I take it. I believe. Now, even if you had it, are you listening? Even if you had it, what do you think will be going on in your head? Who is going to tell me? Hey. Oh, I beg you. Talk to me. Now, nah, you want to help? Yes, Auntie Maggie. Eh? This thing is a wahala. Remove it and talk. Nobody is close by you. You'll be asking questions. Okay. I like that. I just want to show you why we are not manifesting God the way we ought to. God lives in us with love. But if we are not renewed, even though we are born again, God is in us. When God wants us to love one another, the, old, the, 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 the body which is not renewed can easily say, why shall I do it? This is why saints of God are struggling to live like Him. Tonight, the 1,000 that I ask you for, I want to announce it to you that you have it. And that is love. Praise the Lord. Once you are born again, I am announcing to you that you have the love of God. Your inability to exercise it towards one another, or my inability, is not of God. It's not from God. It is from ourselves that we are saying that I have it, but I will not give you. And I pray that once we catch the revelation that I don't need to struggle because I have it. All I rather need is to just express it. We will do better. Praise the Lord. Are you catching it? So you see in Romans 5.5 5, he says it has been poured. It's in there. Would you shout this statement. I have love in my heart. Because the Holy Ghost brought it in there. Praise the Lord. I pray. You see, let me tell you a secret. When, you, when God helps your life and brings you to a certain level when you can catch revelation of the word of God, it is beautiful. It is too beautiful. We have acted as if love is by us. And that is why you choose to extend it. You choose to keep it. But tonight, because you are born of God, it is already in there. Allow it to flow. Allow it to flow. Allow it to flow. Can we speak this together? I will let the love of God flow through me. Even for those who are in the house, please, this is a serious thing the Holy Ghost is bringing. Let's all shout it out. I would allow the love of God to flow through me. Hallelujah. See, come back to your verse number 10, Jude. 
You see, so the struggle that we are struggling to love one another is of the flesh. How reluctant preserving is of the flesh. Kill the flesh and there will be a flow of the love of God. Praise the Lord. In this is love. I love that little statement. Not that we loved God. We didn't know what it means to love God. We, we were aliens to the love of God. We were too far. In fact, we never understood anything about love. We did not. But when Christ came to terminate the old nature... And presented himself into us. The love of God came to dwell in us. Hallelujah. But. That he loved us. And sent his son. To be the propitiation for our sins. This is why man will have no excuse. Now when I read these things. I pray. Dennis will have no excuse. And brethren, let me be very honest with you. You who is here tonight and even having this understanding, I want to tell you that we will have no excuse. When we have come to the full understanding of the fact that God has deposited his love in us and therefore we need to exercise this and that we need to exercise it towards one another and then we come back first of all towards him. And then towards one another, and we come back and we use words like, I, this one I can't. This one I can't. We are telling God that what he did is incomplete. It will not let us be able to exercise it. But tonight, all those ideas must be broken down. All those strongholds. Be broken in the name of Jesus from our minds. Praise the Lord. Not that we love him. Hey, not that we love him. But he first loved us. You can never, I believe in that scripture too much. What can a man give? You can never give what you don't have. You, especially brethren, let me tell those of us who married unbelievers before becoming Christians, and the man is not a believer, or your wife is not a believer, and for many years there has been a struggle. Even if you are at home, I'm telling you that you are wasting your time by asking yourself simple questions such as, why can't he love me? He cannot love you. Because he doesn't have He doesn't have love. But rather, you who has it, extend it to him continuously. And he will be jammed by the love. Praise the Lord. I love one testimony. I've said it a lot of times. One of the greatest apostles of our time, Wigglesworth. Wigglesworth. He worked miracle like water. God used him to work miracles. He was a plumber. Not highly educated. His wife was a very strong believer. And the wife was so submissive to this husband of his. Of hers. But one thing she would never compromise on was things concerning God. I'm sure she was doing it every time and the man didn't mind. But one time, she was going for an all night. Fixed the husband's food, did everything. Countryman, plumber has come eating, seen his wife dressed up. Where are you going? I'm going for all night. He said, today you are not going. You are not going. Exercising an authority that is not his. He said, well, I love you. 
You are my husband, but you are not my Lord. I will go for the all night. The man said, you will go for the all night? If you step out of this place, I will lock the door. 4 a.m. when you come, I won't wake up. <clears throat> True to the word of the man, the woman went for the all night in the cold UK. The woman came and knocked. The man refused to open the door. Until 6 o'clock, when he had really woken up to take his bath, to take his tools, and to go to work. As soon as he opened the woman, the woman greeted her, him nicely. He didn't mind the woman, still angry and upset. The woman quickly went to the kitchen, fixed the food of this man, prepared everything for them, this man, and gave it to the man. The man could not believe, I have done this to you, and you came in, you greeted me nicely, you have fixed my food for me to go to work. What is wrong with you? What type of person are you? So, as the man was going to work, now the thing was hammering. What kind of woman is this? Why is it that I'm angry and she's still loving me? Why is it? You know, the woman was expressing God. And the thing disturbed the man until when she came back. He said, let's sit down and talk. And when they sat down, the question he popped up is, why are you like this? Why are you like this? When I'm doing you evil, you are doing me good. And the woman opened the mouth and said, it is because Jesus lives in me. Then the man said, I want that Jesus. Praise the Lord. I want that Jesus. He surrendered his life to Jesus. And he started studying Bible. The wife was teaching. You know, God anointed that man. And he became one of the greatest men we ever had. So may I say to you. The love of God was manifested to us when we did not. In that God loved the world. So from tonight, may I beg you. We are now going to revise and revisit what Christ has done. And God is love. And he's living inside of us. So now when we talk about walk as children of love. What we are saying is that you can do it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I beg God and I plead that this understanding will shut through all of our hearts. It will make life easy. You see, let me tell you something. The only thing that can make you and I love the unlovable is when we have the presence of God in us. That's the only thing. In fact, we don't even have any love of our own that we can express. That will bring results. Except the one that Christ gave to us. So the verse number 11 said, Beloved, beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. Hallelujah. In other words, what you have received, you can now pass it on. Praise the Lord. I'm not hearing you at all. Hallelujah. Let me tell you tonight, God brought you to this meeting because he wanted you to understand that once he's inside of you, you have capacity to love everyone. Hallelujah. Accept your new position and just do exactly that. If you would accept it, you will see it for yourself. Now we have put in a lot of, I'm going to do this, I'm going to. You begin to examine what your own motive, why you do certain things. Then you, would, you will see that, ha, I'm doing those things. Actually, they were from my fleshly side. But when we bank on the kind, the love of God that is shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, we're going to express it. One of the things we're going to find is that life will be easy. You will be able to love the unlovable. Praise the Lord. So, beloved, if God so loved us, 
Beloved, if God so loved us, if God did it, then tonight I say we can do it. For I can do all things through Christ. Hallelujah. We also ought to love one another. Ah, I was very excited. You don't have an idea when my, I sat there and then the Lord was... I'm in a better position to love everybody. I'm in a better position to love everybody. Why? Because I have received from God. Amen. Number 12. No one, this is a dangerous one, no one has seen God at any time. Honestly, no one has seen God. And no one will see God. Jesus is the intermediary. Jesus, we can be privileged to see him. Praise the Lord. No one has seen God at any time. But listen, if we love one another, there is a truth that God lives in us. Praise the Lord. If we love one another, God abides in us. And his love has been perfected in us. So brethren, amongst us, those brethren who are really expressing love, concern, care, I want to announce to you that it is the sign that God lives in them. If there is no manifestation at all, as for you, you are mumuni. You, as you came in, you go. Nobody gets anything from you. You don't care for nobody. I charge you in the name of Jesus, let everything that has covered that love be removed in the name of Jesus. And let's begin to let it shine and express it one to the other. No one has seen God. It is a challenge. What is the writer saying? He's simply saying that show me a man who has seen God and I will show you the manifestation of a man who has love. That's what he's saying. Show me a man who says he's godly and I will show you a man who demonstrates love. So, I have become too afraid for the expression, I love you. Let it be by manifestation that indeed God is in there. Amen. Let's touch on something briefly and then we'll pray because this needs prayer. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse number 9. I want to show us something. You know, I was surprised when the Holy Ghost brought this scripture to my attention. You see, you, you are not taught what you have. He said, but concerning brotherly love, concerning brotherly love, you have no need that I write to you. For you yourselves are taught by who? Ah! You yourselves are taught by you. Let me hear you. By who? So tonight what I'm doing, I'm not teaching you how to love. I'm simply telling you the love is in you. You see, the scripture says, but concerning love, or concerning brotherly love, you have no need. Nobody ought to teach you. For you yourselves are taught by God to love one another. I pray that from tonight, when the Holy Spirit says that I want you to express how much we love this brother. I want you to express how much we love this sister. Therefore, just do this for me. You are doing the right thing. 
Praise the Lord. Practically speaking, we all know that the Holy Ghost can say something like that. And then we can also get back to say, yes, yeah, but Lord, you see, you see, but you see, you, you, you want us to do this, but you see, this one, she doesn't deserve it all. There can be that argument. He is not saying that there can be. But when that argument comes, remember that you are not on your own. <clears throat> you live for him. And so, immediately you give in. Because we are still living in this tent, sometimes the Holy Spirit will say something. And then, the unregenerated flesh will try to also counterreact it with another message. By saying, no, 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 you cannot do that to this fellow. Because look at how, the other day, how he insulted you, how he looked you up and down. Then the Holy Ghost will say, that is why we even have to love him. Because if he knew, he wouldn't do it. And I believe that if we go about it practically like this, we will never get short. And we will never lack the flowing of the power of God and the love of God. Praise the Lord. But concerning brotherly love, I love this. You have no need. I don't, teach you, I don't need to teach you how you ought to love one another. What God is trying to say is that it's not A, B, C, D. So follow me. A, B, C, D. No. I am already in you and I will activate what I want us to do together to show that indeed we, we have the presence of the love of God in us. So all we need to do is to just get up and act. You see, when Bible says, I don't need to teach you brotherly love, all that he's saying is that the thing is already in you, so there is no need for me to teach you. Praise the Lord. You, I don't need to teach you so it will become a head knowledge, but you have it already. That's what God is trying to say. So, but concerning brotherly love, have no need that I should write to you. For you yourselves are taught by God to love one another. As soon as I caught this revelation, I said, Lord, I'm going to pray about this. I'm going to, I know it is, I know, I know I have too much love in my heart and I must begin to exercise it. I must begin to express it. So, brother, if you are here tonight, even if you are at home, and you are having a challenge, and you are still struggling with an individual that you cannot love, I am telling you today, let the flesh be gone, and the spirit will take over, and we shall do well. Amen. Now, verse number 10. Indeed, you do so towards all the brethren who are in all Macedonia. But I urge you, brethren, that you may increase more and more. Now, the word of God that is coming to us is telling us that from this particular session that we have had with God, we are going to increase the momentum of love towards one another more, when I say more, then you add and more. More. One more time. More. See? God is beautiful. Beautiful. By virtue of bringing our attention to this truth. Do you know the three things that are great for every human being? Faith. Hope. And love. But the greatest is what? And I just pray that we would understand God tonight. I just pray. Brethren, I get excited when I have God encounter me to show me some things. I have myself, I'm so broken when the Lord started showing me that, Dennis, you can manifest this without a struggle. Only acknowledge that it is you, it is me at work in you. He gives good gifts and add no sorrow to it. There cannot be the kind of God's love 
with sorrow. It is impossible. Praise the Lord. Love is kind. Love is not jealous. Love is this. Let me tell you the God kind of love that we are talking about tonight is in you. For me, the emphasis, if you can catch the revelation that is in your heart and you are willing to let it work, we will see the glory of God. And I think the best thing to do tonight is to ask God that once this revelation has come to us, once this revelation has come to us, Lord, I know it's in there. Stir it up. Stir it up. Renew me in the knowledge of your will. This is your will that I love you and I love one another. That's why in the days of Jesus, with all what he did, somebody, a lawyer went to him and said, you, you say you are from God. Tell me the greatest commandment. Because the lawyer knew. And Jesus said, you want to know? The greatest commandment is to love God first. After that, your neighbor. The lawyer stood there and said, Ona, you know it. It is correct. Brethren, what God is sharing with us tonight... May it be a revelation that will stir your heart now so you will begin to walk in the love of God. Let me tell you in conclusion before we pray. You see, I have found out that the way God has loved me and even in my state as a child of God, I make so many mistakes and I saw that because of His love, he doesn't, he doesn't cut me off. Immediately it made me know, cut nobody off. Cut nobody off. If tonight you have cut somebody off, plead with God to forgive you and ask him that the love must flow. Shall we stand to our feet for prayer? Shakata kabarakata.